Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome back to College Kids Talking College Sports, the premier college sports podcast by college kids for college kids. Remember to hit us up on our website at uh, collegetalking.com and our social media is college underscore talking on Twitter and Instagram. Today we're previewing the upcoming SEC football season. And boys, I want to jump right into it. Andrew, who has the best atmosphere in the SEC? question i mean there's only one real answer and it's jordan Hare stadium on at, at on pat Dyfield on the auburn tigers campus i mean you are looking at a hundred thousand fans screaming war eagle you have the big eagle fly over the game before it starts you have a passionate fan base who every year finishes in the top 30 of the taco bell student section very I, important I, ranking if you don't end up I in the top 30 i, I mean a better place to play than on the plains I, I can think of multiple better places to play. But I want to ask you, as an Auburn fan, who is your mascot? Is it the War Eagle or is it the Tiger? And what is War Eagle? So, Nathaniel, um, I did some research on this. I anticipated a question like this before we started. Ah, that, that's, a, that's a great podcast personality right there, anticipating questions. Right. I, I, I just know what you're going to ask before you ask it. So, the Tiger's our mascot. War Eagle is our is our motto. It's, a, it's like a war cry. And what that comes from is they were playing and they were playing a game. It was against Alabama back in the like 1940s and, and they were losing and then an eagle flew down onto the field and they started to rally. It's like a rally cap in baseball. It's a rallying cry. War eagle. And then it just became a tr- one of the greatest traditions in college football after that. How does a rallying cry not have a verb? It's just two nouns. It's war and eagle. War? I mean, that's kind of used as a verb. No, no, no. It's war. War? Come on. War is an adjective. Okay. Adjective. My my bad. It's not a verb, though. There's no call to action in any of it. We war? I I think I can use that as a verb. Were you guys, like, ready to, like, go, like, kill Alabama? Is that what it was? It was like, dude, eagles on the field. Somebody's going to die. Football is the last game, the last thing in American 
hit in American sports where you can go to almost full combat and not have consequences. Unless you're Miles Garrett, and then you take it to full combat and see what happens. Hey, hey, hey. Miles Garrett did the right thing there. Just, I, I, but we don't need to get into that. Although he is an SEC alum, but yes, I, I just I think of. I'm sick of everyone who's war eagle stupid. It's a great rallying cry. Cal, who's your best atmosphere in the SEC? Uh, War Eagle stupid. Um, the best um, field in the SEC, best atmosphere, is the real Death Valley at Louisiana State University. Not the real Death Valley. It's the real Death Valley. Um, 102,000 capacity compared to the only 88,000 you have at Jordan Hare. Okay. We got the yard markers marked every five yards. Like, I mean, anyone can have it any 10 yards. Every five yards at Tiger Stadium. You got the double goal post. You got the purple end zone on one side, the yellow end zone at the other. It's in the bayou. I mean, that's where teams go to lose right there. That is the best atmosphere. Tiger Stadium doesn't even need a Jordan or or some sort of rabbit. Um, Tiger Stadium, simple name, best results. This so, a... I just want to put out here, Cal, that Clemson started the Death Valley. Clemson was the original Death Valley. 1945 is when they started naming um, Clemson Stadium, Death Valley. So, 1960s is when LSU used it. 1945 is when Clemson used it. So, who's the real Death Valley? I'd say Clemson. I say LSU, Andrew, because Clemson's kind of like a preppy place. You know, it says, "Ooh, so we're going to South Carolina." So no, it's in every, the Bayou, baby. Every it's SEC school has turned into a preppy frat place. That's just the nature of the game. Dude, yeah. one eats crawfish, one eats fifty dollars steaks. LSU is more of a blue collar. It's not. Go down to Baton Rouge and you tell me if it's a bite. No, you're going to see a bunch of frat guys saying Sigma Chi, Sigma Chi, just like you would at Clemson, wearing vineyard, wearing stuff me and Nathaniel wear every day. There's no, there's no Bayou blue. There is, there is. No, you go to Louisiana Lafayette, then you can, the Rage of Cajuns, that I'll call blue collar Bayou. I will not call the LSU Tigers the Bayou. You just shook it. I mean, I'm not shook. I'm not shook. I'm not shook. Yeah, no, no tigers, no tigers, baby. It's all about blue collar. No, Coach O, Coach O is blue. Okay, collar. it's the atmosphere, but baby. Dabo is blue collar. No, he's no. not. No, he's not. Dabo is just as blue. Dabo played at Alabama. Coach O played at Northwestern Louisiana State. Man. That is Come as on. blue collar as it gets, dude. Dabo's still pretty blue collar. I mean, I think he's a hard worker. I mean, I've never seen him do anything other than coach a football team. He seems to be a hard worker when he coaches a football team. Not very well. He was he was the Hunter Renfro of his time. Hunter Renfro is good. Why are you trying to disrespect Hunter Renfro? What? Why are you trying to disrespect Hunter Renfro? Oh, I love Hunter Renfro, but he was a little white wide receiver from Alabama. That's what Dabo was. I need a poll on this. I need an Instagram poll. Real Death Valley, LSU, or Clemson. I got you. I'll post it. I want our listeners to respond. People vote on our Instagram polls. If someone agrees with me, Cal, you're screwed. I win. Just one person has to agree with you. Basically, <laughs> all right. I don't know. We get a lot. We get a lot of views on our uh, on our polls on Instagram. So if you're a listener, you listen to this. Go hit up our poll on Instagram. It'll be up after the show. I got Bryant Denny Stadium at Alabama as the best atmosphere. In taking over Cal's role as the bandwagon Alabama fan. No, I'm not. I'll throw out the capacity just for fun. It's 101,000, which I think is absurd. I mean, that's a lot of people. Bigger house has more, but 
What what gets you more excited than when CBS on Saturday at three thirty says we're here at Brian Denny Stadium for the matchup for the weekend and it's like Alabama LSU, I mean Alabama, Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, those games are Static. I mean, crazy. I mean, I, that stuff just gets me excited, and I'm living in mass. I'm like, I'm nowhere close to the stadium, but it looks absurd. It's always packed, filled to capacity. Their spring games still get 95,000 people. I mean, that's a that's a place I'd want to go if I was a recruit looking for a place. To, hey, these fans are really into it. Stadiums are served. You see what they've been doing with the lights too. I mean, it's looking like a nightclub in this place once it goes to a night game. So I, I like Bryant Denny Stadium. I, I'm not gonna lie something you might not know and I, I guess apparently the average uh, viewer doesn't know so CBS airs an SEC game every week at 3.30 it's not always at Alabama obviously so, so at Georgia it's just as exciting as at Alabama at I've, been, I've been to a Georgia I've been to a Georgia game I'm not gonna lie it's like it looks more hype at Brian Denny and at you know at Tiger Stadium than it does in Athens Athens is like Athens is fun but Athens like doesn't get hyped like those like if you watch some of the YouTube clips of uh, Death Va- the real Death Valley, I'm talking Tiger Stadium, those those places go insane. Like, they have their songs, like, Combat and Rouge, like, they have that stuff. What Georgia's like, Georgia's the before the fourth quarter, let's turn off the lights, turn off the flashlights, put the four up. I mean, like, it's cool, but that, I mean, Alabama's got better traditions than that. Dixieland, right. I mean, like, they have better traditions. And at the end of the day, you're not going to top the double goalposts. I mean, that's it is what it is. It does have the most class. I'll be honest. It does have the most class out of any stadium in the country. There's nothing like it. The end zones are different colors. Every five yards, the dual goal. It's letting the opponents know that, hey, you only got five yards. You got five more to go. It's just let the people know. Well, it's also like it's letting them know how far away from home they are because no one else is like that. Exactly. That, I mean, you gotta feel uncomfortable in Death Valley because it's just not like that. LSU being the right answer. Yeah. I, see, I disagree with you. Another reason, see, Nathaniel has an argument because Alabama has been the top dog for so long. LSU, they won one national championship this year, but other than that, they've kind of struggled, and it's hard to root for a struggling team. That's why I'd say I would put Ole Miss up there as one of the best atmospheres, but they're losing. But once they start winning, when Bull Wallace and Chad Kelly were there and they were winning, they'll that. So, so when Eli think, Manning was there and they were winning? You think Fairweather's making good atmosphere, huh? Yeah, no, true. I think that any team that's winning will make a good atmosphere. So I think I think the real question is, is when you're losing, what does your atmosphere look like? I think the SEC East lacks good atmospheres. I would agree with that. SEC West is definitely more passionate. What is the SEC East better than the SEC West at? The answer is nothing. That's a good point. I'd have to so, think. Uh, SEC East has better baseball. Uh... Yeah, because so, Vanderbilt, Florida, Vanderbilt, Georgia. This is a football show. We're talking football. We just, that was just it. All right. That's fine. Who, Cal, who's the best quarterback in the SEC this upcoming season? Well, I, I kind of heard you over Andrew still babbling about Vanderbilt, but uh, I think the best quarterback in the SEC, I'm going to go with Kellen Mond, the 55-year-old from Texas A&M. Yes, he's still there going into his sixth senior year, but – He's, he's just consistent. He's a consistent quarterback because um, he's been there so long. Over two th- over 3,000 yards in 2018, 2,900 yards last year. A true, a true dual-threat dual guy. He does what he's supposed to do. He beats the teams he's supposed to beat. Still hasn't gotten a, like that big win like 
Joe Burrow had that Heisman moment last year against Alabama. He hasn't gotten a Heisman moment or a Heisman win yet in his career, but he's just been very consistent and doesn't lose games he's supposed to lose. He's just the right guy to help for Texas A&M, and he could have a breakout year this year. Cal, I'm going to disagree with you. Kellen Mond is like a middle-aged white father. He's just there. He is boring. He'll make a couple bad jokes. He's there. He's there. He's there. He's but consistent. That's, he hasn't had that big statement. He His numbers are okay. They're not great. I mean, it's like the it's like he's consistently good. Out. He'll he'll make a decent fence, but it's nothing that the next guy who you pay will do better. He, he's a consistently he's top twenty. Are you talking about your father, Andrew? Is this is this Johnny all, D? All white fathers, they are just there. Now the real best quarterback in the SEC, it's Bo Nix. No, no way, no way. You had a dual, the number one dual threat recruit in the nation. Um, in 2018, comes in 2019 as a true freshman, leads Auburn they, to one of their better seasons in the in the decade. They beat Alabama, which is uh, the premier rivalry in college sports. That, that's just not true. Auburn Alabama is not a premier rivalry in college sports. I don't, I don't know. The Red River rivalry could give it a give, give it a run that's for its money. Not true. No, and, I, and we're gonna get into that later, obviously. So I'm not gonna make that argument right now because I've already. Slated out my whole argument for why it's the best rivalry in college football. <laughs> but you beat Alabama at Auburn, and your name is etched into the record books already. Already. Nick Marshall is still remembered just for beating Alabama. And bonus. Yo, that's another poll player. we're going to put out on Instagram. Was Nick Marshall a good quarterback? Great quarterback. Yeah. My memories of Nick Marshall is him playing defensive back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, okay, in the NFL, because he wasn't a good enough quarterback to play in the NFL. And Bo Nix is not the best quarterback. Well, I'm still team. talking, okay? I'm Because I know what you're going to say, Kyle. You're going to say, oh, his numbers weren't that great. Auburn, run first team. He's not going to throw the ball like you would in the Big 12, where you could throw for 4,000 yards. He threw for 2,500 yards. He didn't run much because... Hey, that's a bad season in the Big 12, by the way. They don't want to get him hurt, but when he did run in the Alabama game, he was very effective. They Against crap teams like Ole Miss, they weren't going to run him 20 times a game because they didn't want him to get hurt. He had a good year. He was a freshman. He was It was definitely a learning experience. He's going to take what he learned. and he's gonna, he, In that Oregon game, his first ever game, he was a true leader out there. And as a true freshman, that's a hard thing to do. I don't think the QBs are very strong in the SEC this year. That's why I put Bo Nix as the best quarterback. No. I disagree. I think the SEC will have the best quarterbacks in the country this year. That's just uh, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. No, no. As a, conf- as a conference, I think the SEC has the best quarterbacks for the conference. They're better than the Big 12. They're better than the Pac-12. The Big 12. Who? Who in the Big 12? Sam Ellinger, Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler hasn't done shit. Sam Howell and Trevor Lawrence. De'Aaron King. Yep. He's playing in Miami, though, so let's see how well that one goes. You got Cunningham. Uh, the, the ACC is solid quarterback. Pac-12 is pretty good. You've got Kelvin Slovis, Jay Daniels. You got, the SEC out of the Power 5 actually is the worst. You got, uh, what are you talking about? Bo Nix, Mac Jones, Kellen Mond, K- K.J. Costello. Hold on. K.J. Costello. Cal's guy's next, John Rice Plumley, who had a lot of potential last year as a freshman if he played more games. That's a dual threat quarterback right there. Felipe Franks is coming in six out of seven in the West. He's he's de- Imagine that six out of seven. Tell, tell me another conference 
who's uh, if they broke it up into a half, their tenth—I mean, their tenth best quarterback would be as good as Felipe Franks. Who else is going to have that? No but one. Yes, no. no one. Are you right? That's probably the deepest quarterbacks. Yes. Do they have the best? No, I'm saying deepest quarterback pool oh, out of all the conferences. The that's where that's where I had the deepest. Yeah, because it's just. It's the best football conference. Obviously, it should have the deepest quarterback group. I would honestly say that 10 of the 14 quarterbacks in the SEC this year are above average. No, 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 no. Come on. Seven. I'll give you seven. What you talking about? Jamie above Newman? The average college quarterback? Absolutely. They are above, above the average college quarterback. That's, that's what he said. The question's above oh, average. Yeah, they're, above they're all above average. average. Above average college quarterback, obviously. All right. We can go through it if you want. Jamie Newman, above average. Kyle Trask, above average. Thank you. I don't want to write the book on Jamie Newman. I've seen him play for Wake Forest. He got hurt. He got hurt. Then he got hurt. I think he'll be the best quarterback in the SEC this year. That's my pick for the best quarterback. Jamie Newman. Oh, it's not that big. Come on. It's a huge jump. It is a massive jump. They do not have the running backs. They don't have a great receiver group. The receiving group is better this year than it was last year. But it's not good. I wouldn't say Georgia's hot on receivers right now. Dude, but their defense is going to keep them in games. It's even smart enough not to punch some guy in the face against Georgia Tech, a laughing stock of a team. Okay, that's your go-to for everything with Georgia. Do you even know the kid's name? Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, no, I mean, I think it will be interesting, but this is going to be the closest year in the SEC East that we've seen in a while. So I think it could be interesting. I I think he has a lot of potential, but as Cal brought up when we were talking a little while ago, he missed out on spring ball. He's going to miss out on part of the summer. So I don't know how quickly he's going to adapt the offense and how comfortable he's going to get. This could be a he's not comfortable, and in week three he blows up because – He's just new to the system, and I'd understand that. I think he just has a lot of potential for his athleticism, but I think a bit a, a nice spring could have really helped him. So I think it's going to be an uphill battle, uphill battle for Jamie Newman. It will take him at least three SEC games to really improve. Because I mean, you're even if you're facing a bad, I mean, unless it's Vanderbilt, but even you play Tennessee, you play Ar- Arkansas, oh, maybe. I don't know if they the play Arkansas is, this year. This defense is still, it's, I'm giving an example. That defense is still 10 times better than anything other than Clemson you'll see in the A. Whoa, ten, you think Arkansas' defense is 10 times better? Than most the, ACC teams, yes. No way, dude, no way. Arkansas blows. Arkansas they're still team, an SEC team. Okay, doesn't mean they're 10 times better defensively than every team in the ACC besides Clemson. Most teams, most ACC. I'd say North Carolina has. I'd say North Carolina has a better defense than than Arkansas. Right, I said most. I didn't say every. Team. If Arkansas was in the ACC this year, they were not. They were not setting the world on fire. They would, say, they're they're top, they would be a top five team in the ACC. No, they would not. It's Felipe Franks, Rakeem Boyd. He wasn't there last year. He wasn't you, there last year. Yeah, let's put him there this year. Also, let's not give Felipe Franks too much credit. He's like the definition of mediocre. So. Which is what I say about Kellen Mond, but apparently Cal thinks he's the best quarterback in the SEC. Kellen Mond is like puts up like above average numbers every year, but yeah. never does anything. He's average. Kellen Mond is average. 
He's like sli- he's slightly above average. He's like. I think. Yes. No, I think the great. I think the best example for Kellen Mond is like that kid that shows up, doesn't really study for tests, shows up and gets a B every time. Like a three point is like it's not bad. It's it's not it's not great. But like your parents aren't going to yell at you for getting a B on everything. He does everything okay. Yeah, he's okay. When he comes into Athens, I feel very comfortable with Georgia getting a win. It's going to be a close game, but I feel comfortable. He will beat every team he's supposed to beat, but will not beat a team he is not. I tend to agree. Andrew, who's the best addition to the SEC this season? So, I mean, we've had two new coaches in the SEC West, Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin, and I say Lane Kiffin's the best addition because Lane Kiffin, he's been around college football. He's been, he was in USC. He was at Bama. Then he went to a struggling Florida Atlantic program and brought them to a top contender in Conference USA. So I like now he's got a challenge in Ole Miss where they they haven't been good the last couple of years. But the but the option is really there. He, the recruiting, there's a lot of good talent in the state of Mississippi that he can go out and recruit good players. He's got that suave uh, look that a great that every great coach has. He's a good recruiter. So I'm looking for him to really bring that Ole Miss program back to prominence and and give another really good team to the SEC West. All right. I'm not, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Cal, who's your best new addition to the SEC? Andrew and Coach, I'm going quarterback. I'm going with Bryce Young, the, the freshman quarterback coming into Alabama. He's the best quarterback commit to the SEC since Justin Fields went to Georgia. Yeah, he was supposed to go to USC, but the guy's a scumbag. Nicked out on his commitment. And now he's the best addition to the SEC because he's a stud. He's the number two prospect uh, in the country behind that big defensive lineman who's going to uh, Clemson. He's a number one recruit in the state of California, a big dual threat guy. You watch him play at high school in Santa Ana, California for uh, that historic high school. I forget the name of it, but... Um, big high school out there, and he just had an excellent season, put up excellent numbers. I'm really excited to watch him go to Alabama. He's going to be in a quarterback competition. We touched on Mac Jones a little bit a couple minutes ago, but him and Mac Jones are going to have a great quarterback competition, and whoever comes out on top is going to be really good for Alabama. I'm excited to see what Bryce Young can do in the SEC West. Okay, Kyle, take a break. Go dry your pants. You seem way too excited about a backup quarterback who I'm pretty sure when we've talked in the past, you've compared to Tua, which if you're going to compare anybody to Tua. Tua was a great college quarterback. No, he, he was, was a not. great college he quarterback. Was yes, not. he was. He yes, a, he was. He made one eyes closed, second and 26 throw to a wide open wide receiver. That is, if Bryce Young is as good done. as Tua was at Tua Alabama, was Alabama is going player. to win two national championships in his tenure there. Well, why didn't Tua win two national championships? Why didn't Tua win two national championships? Tua got hurt. Tua didn't even win one. Because I, I don't count. I don't count that one either, I don't if count I'm being honest. Tua took him to one, and then he got hurt in this year within a chance. Tua Last took him to one and got blown out. They Why did get destroyed. He, he, he didn't even look at yeah, the 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Georgia, the Georgia game. The Georgia game. He, didn't take he played He played at. And had they let Jalen Hurts in, the same thing would have happened. He played 30 minutes that entire season. Tua was, made one throw, and for some reason he, was, he got the starting job because of that one throw. It never should have happened. We were. It was proven that Jalen Hurts was a better quarterback based off last year. I think I I, I actually agree. I think Nick Saban. I think played in the national championship and then he got hurt. I think Nick Saban disrespected. I think. Could have gone to a national championship this year. He would not have beaten Auburn. Not a chance. Mac Jones almost beat Auburn. He should have beat Auburn if Mac Jones would have turned around. That that Mac Jones. Was actually probably the better option because if, it let them if run. If Matthew the Harris would have turned around, Mac Jones would have beat Auburn. No, the reason that they were even in that game is because Najee Harris went crazy. If two was in, they're probably throwing Mac the Jones ball. played well that game. I want to say he threw for like three hundred yards. It's a red, he played very well. Yeah, but last I, I don't. I don't like when I don't. I'm tired. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, I am tired of hearing Alabama fans, and I think we all res- respect Mac Jones, but I am tired of Alabama fans being all sad about Tua leaving. I don't think that Tua helped the program that much, if I'm going to be honest. I, I, I don't think he hurt them. I just don't think he helped. And I, here, here's my point, where I think Nick Saban disrespected Jalen Hurts by starting Tua after Tua played 30 minutes in the national championship. I just want to throw it out there. I agree. I don't think I don't think it was an open competition. I think it was Tua's job to lose. Well, and it's probably Tua's psycho dad trying to kill Saban or something. That was probably I'm I'm not going to blame. I don't. I think that's absolutely absurd. And you can save your conspiracy theories for some article. But I think it's I think it's one of those things where I think Jalen Hurts was counted out based off of 30 minutes of football that he played. That if it ha- if it happened to a lot of other people, it just wouldn't have happened like that. So I think that Jalen Hurts was overly disrespected by Nick Saban, and I think they would have had the same outcome with Jalen Hurts, if not better, than they I did with Tua. Now, the thing, I think the problem was with Jalen Hurts was Jalen Hurts has had accuracy issues in the past, with Tua has not. But I think, I think Jalen Hurts is a better leader. I think he is a more athletic quarterback, and I think that he could have done more, if not better, than Tua did, especially if he could improve his accuracy. That was the only place where he where he had problems. Well, but Tua, they, they went away from their their whole offense, which is when they had A.J. McCarron, which is when they had Mark Ingram, Trent Richardson, all those great bats, which is power football, power football, Derrick Henry, power football. You get Tua, and now you're playing spread, Big 12 style, basically, and it just wasn't working for them because Tua wasn't the quarterback to do it. Their defense also got dramatically worse, too. What you're saying, none of it means that Tua was a bad quarterback in college. He was a, I just explained that he was a bad quarterback. He was a great yeah. college quarterback. And if Bryce Young was as good as Tua... Alabama suck-off doesn't mean that he was a great college quarterback. He was a great college quarterback. I think he was good. Why did he never win a high He got hurt! What about the year before? He started the whole year. Why didn't he win? Because it was, it was Kyler Murray's year. Kyler Murray... 
just put up video game numbers at freaking Oklahoma. But if, two, but if two was asking. So who's the better – Cal, I got to ask. Who's the better college quarterback, Kyler Murray or Tua? Tua. Tua. So why didn't you win a Heisman? Yeah, then why didn't Tua win the Heisman? Because he's playing in the SEC. If you switch teams, teams, they might have the same style of offense, but they weren't playing the same style of defense. They were not playing the same style of defense. You're talking about all the time how the Big 12 is wide open. Defense stinks. It's all about numbers. If you put Kyler Murray on Alabama and Tua on Oklahoma, Tua is having a better year and Tua is winning the Heisman. I disagree. I think Kyler Murray has a Johnny Manziel season and wins the Heisman. Playing that system. Tua's not an athletic quarterback. Uh, Tua, I, if Tua was on Oklahoma and played in the Big 12, he would have put up the same numbers that Kyler no, Murray did. You're wrong. They, would, they wouldn't have even won a Big 12 championship with Tua. All right, Cal, you said Bryce Young was your new addition to the SEC. I'm going to go with a uh, coach. Uh, Andrew mentioned that Mike Leach and Lane Kiff are the two new additions to the SEC West. I'm excited for Mike Leach to take over at Mississippi State. The dude is a national treasure, in my opinion. He's bringing the air raid West Coast offense to the SEC, which I think is going to make things exciting in Starkville. I, I mean, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited for what they got going down at Mississippi State. So, I mean, let's see. I'm just excited to see if that works because the SEC, even though Joe Burrow, they threw a lot, they still it still wasn't the air raid like Mike Leach runs. So I'm really excited to see what happens there. I, I, I don't think it's going to work at all. I think this is. I don't State, either, but I'm excited. I don't think I think Mississippi State is going to have a down year this year. They got that quarterback transfer from Stanford, who's going to be their starter. KJ Costello, who's not that good. And I saw rankings where they have him like number one in the conference at quarterback. And that that's a stretch. But as you see, West, it's I don't know. Will have the best numbers. I don't know. I, I like KJ Costello. I'm excited to see what happens. If you can protect, even if the, even with the style of defense, if you have a good offensive line that can protect him, then it could work. Because, I mean, the defensive backs are good, but I wouldn't say that defensive backs in the SEC are that much better than in the in any other conference. I think it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm just excited to see what they can do. I got I if you read my article at CollegeTalking.com on the SEC Westcott quarterback preview, I have. KJ Costello is the fourth fourth best quarterback in the West, and I could see a seven and five season for the Bulldogs in Starkville, uh, which I don't think would be a bad start for Mike Leach, especially in a tough year in the SEC West. But things are really open, so he could do better, he could do worse. But they I have see. really they have a really uh, light out of conference schedule. They do. I saw that. Just like got, most SEC teams. Do they have UConn? Who has UConn? Ole Miss. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think Alabama probably plays like Presbyterian. Uh, Mississippi State. This is a Mississippi State has New Mexico, North Carolina State, who stinks. Arkansas and Tulane. That's their first four games. And then they play Alabama. Not, oh, actually, I'll give the, I'll give them credit for playing NC State because NC Alabama would play NC like Grambling. Terrible, but it's still a yeah, but team. yeah, but at least it's Tulane's not like okay. Tulane's they're either Conference USA. No, or they're American. American, they're okay. At least they're not playing for someone from like the what is it? what's the one with Stephen F. Austin and oh, they the Swag. They play, them, they play them in November. They play Alabama A and M later. LSU or yeah. Alabama goes has Georgia State and Kent State. Yeah. And, well, they have USC too, but yeah, but New Mexico and Tulane. 
I mean, they're more respectable than normal, like what Alabama comes up with most of the time. And Georgia. I mean, Georgia plays like Murray State and like Georgia State most of the time. So Mississippi State has no FCS teams. They play all FBS teams. Good. That's better than it's better than most. Better than what most teams do. <laughs> so I don't know. I think that'll be interesting to see what uh, Mike Leach can do in the SEC, bringing the air raid. I think. I mean, that's something that I, I look forward to seeing. But Cal, what's your bold prediction for this upcoming season? Now, Andrew said Bo Nix was his best quarterback in the SEC. But my bold prediction is Bo Nix has a sophomore slump in 2020. You can read my article, collegetalking.com, the four reasons why I think Bo Nix's numbers will regress in 2020. And at the end of the day, Auburn is a run-first offense. They want to run the football. Okay, but they were last year, too. What does no, that they, mean? Yes, they, they were. They were not as much as they were the years prior. Since Gus Malzahn has been to Auburn, Auburn has won the rushing title in the SEC twice. Gus Malzahn just took over play calling duties again. He was, the, the, Auburn has been over 3,000 yards rushing four to seven seasons. They were over 3,000 rushing, 3, rushing yards last year. They were at 2,500 rushing yards last year. They had a, a back who's coming into his junior year who had a great year last year. He's only getting better at, at coming off his sophomore campaign. They so want to run the... What, what's that? Ruby Whitlow? They want to run the football. They I want to, the answer. Uh, I forget what his name is, but they want Ruby to run Whitlow. the ball. They want to run the ball. And Bo Nix, he's, he's going to have to pan the ball off. And, and there's more reasons to it. And this, this and going into a sophomore year, it happens with a lot of quarterbacks, too. People have game film on them. They have a full year of film to look back on. Mm-hmm. Coming in as a freshman, they don't have anything. I mm-hmm. mean, you can look at high school tapes if you want to, but that's really not going to do anything for you. They have... They have, now they have footage on him. Auburn wants to run the football, and mm. I just think his numbers won't be as good as they were last year. I think he's going to have a sophomore slump, but I think his numbers will regress. Andrew, Andrew, who's your bold prediction? So I have two bold predictions. One, Kellen Mond will graduate. You know, we finally will get rid that of him. That is bold. It's bold. It's out there. Probably won't graduate. And then my second is that Ole Miss will win the Egg Bowl, which is against Mississippi State, by two touchdowns. And I think it's based on the fact that the air raid offense is not going to work. I think Mike Leach is a great coach. I think the air raid offense will work in other conferences. I just don't see it work in the SEC West where defense and running the football reign supreme. So I think Lane Kiffin, he's going to outcoach Mike Leach, and Ole Miss is going to win the Egg Bowl by at least two touchdowns. Isn't the Egg Bowl now called the Piss Bowl after what happened last year? What did you say? Isn't the Egg Bowl now the Piss Bowl after what happened last year? Probably. That, I, I've heard that. That idiot from Ole Miss. I have my bold prediction is a little out there because it would take a team coming out of the SEC East to really have a great year that I'm not expecting. But I think Florida could end up finishing outside of the top three in the East. I think Georgia and Kentucky will finish one and two. And if Tennessee's as good as everyone says they are, I could see them maybe sneaking into three. Um, I think it would be interesting, but I think Florida could have a down year, especially since everybody's expecting them to get to Atlanta. So I think that, that that's my bold prediction right there. Andrew, well, just, I agree with you, Nathaniel, because Tennessee always seems to have the best recruits, yet they never can get it done. But maybe yeah. this is the year they they do it. I think we just say that two teams not named Georgia are going to be better, have better seasons in Florida in the SEC East is a bit of a stretch for me. It happened. Two, it happened two years ago. Is okay. It went. It's it went great. two years ago. It went Georgia, Kentucky, 
and then Florida maybe. But that was when they had Dobbs at quarterback. Yeah, I don't know. I, hey, I said it was out there, and it's bold. I just, I, I, I could definitely see it happen. I, I could see it. Cal, what game are you most looking forward to in the SEC this season? We're talking SEC East. I think the That's biggest. Boring. No one wants to watch SEC East football. Well, Andrew, the biggest game is going to be Florida versus Georgia wrong. this year because I think the winner of that game goes to the SEC championship. Wrong. You're wrong about that. And who cares? The SEC I think all. Lose. I think all the marbles are going to be in that. You still want to go to the SEC championship game and have a chance. You win that game. You you know what I mean. You win that game and you have one loss on the year. You're in the playoff. No questions about it. You have one loss in the season. You win the SEC championship game. You're in the college football playoff. Yeah. The yeah. SEC doesn't win the SEC championship. They can though. You want to put yourself in that position. It never happens. It will never happen. It, what do you mean it will never happen? Did Georgia win the SEC championship like? A yeah, year? we beat Auburn. Remember, Andrew, we watched that game together. You were like crying most well, of the time. How long ago? That was like, two years ago. No, I was not two years. Yeah, ago. yes, it was. That's when Georgia went to the national championship game. All uh, right, was it three? I think it was three years. Could have been three. Three, two, three years ago. Okay. Yeah, I think it was junior year. Yeah, it was junior year, so three years ago. I, I mean, Florida I, Georgia winner goes to the SEC championship game in Jacksonville this year. That's that's the biggest game. For me. The only thing I like about Florida Georgia is Florida Georgia line. The Iron Bowl is the game I'm looking most forward to. And here's why. Just as Cal said, all the marbles are going to be on it. No, they're not. Auburn's going to be done by then. Auburn's gonna have, Auburn was going to have three losses by the time they play that game. No, Auburn could be defeated by the time they play that game. I mean, I, I would strongly doubt it. I would. Oh. You look at their schedule. Who's going to beat them? Georgia. They have a team that will beat them. Georgia. I don't think Georgia. Alabama. LSU. And, that's, and then we're getting to the Alabama game. That's what I'm talking about. LSU. No, LSU has taken such a down. Who's your out-of-conference Who's your out of conference game this season? North Carolina. North Carolina. That's going to be a good game. Ole Miss is not going to beat them. Southern Miss isn't going to beat them. Kentucky's not going to beat them. Georgia's they lose at Georgia. At Georgia's a loss. No, because as we just agreed, Georgia's going to – like, we don't know how good Newman's going to be. They don't have running backs. They don't have receivers. Still got a good defense. Why Bo Nix numbers are regressing? You read my article. I said they schedule because I don't think Bo Nix can win on the road. I don't think Bo Nix can win a big road game. He won a neutral site. So a neutral site game. Okay, that's not a true road game. He lost to Georgia at home. I don't think Bo Nix can go to Stanford Stadium and beat Georgia. I just don't. The backfield. And Brian and Harry. We got James Cook as a running back and Jamie Newman, an unexperienced ACC quarterback. I'm not really too. Next, Justin player. Fields though, so don't sleep on him. Yeah, but that's. He's not at all Justin Fields, but by that time, Jamie Newman's going to have six games under his belt at Georgia. Right, but you don't know how good he's going to be. I think he's better than Bo Nix. No, he's not. I think I definitely think he's better than Bo Nix. Numbers to numbers, he is not better than Bo Nix. Numbers to numbers, he absolutely is better than Bo Nix. No, he's not. Compared to numbers, he's not. All right. I'll give the game I'm most looking forward to, because it's a little out there, but I think this is going to be a big game for the Kentucky Wildcats. UK goes, UK goes to Auburn in October, and I think this will be a very interesting game because UK... And loses that. I, I think this will be interesting because UK, every time they play an SEC West team for the last couple of years, it's been like Mississippi State and teams like that, which have been kind of middle to bottom of the West. I think it'll be interesting to see what UK can do to a, SEC, a prominent SEC West team that will be in the top three by the end of the season in the West. They can lose. I think I 
I, I think if they if they lose if they lose by a, a, a score or less, I think that's a big win for Kentucky. It's a moral victory. If they lose by a score or less, I think it's a loss for Kentucky. It's it's a moral victory, but a loss on the on the. There's no, moral, there's no moral victories in the SEC, Andrew. There's a moral victory if a team from Conference USA covers the spread. There's a moral victory if um, the Citadel is winning at halftime. That's a moral victory. SEC versus SEC, there's zero moral victories. All right, fine. UK goes into Jordan Hare and just obliterates Bo Nix and the Auburn Tigers. Won't happen. Terry, Terry touchdown is going to prove he's better than Bo Nix. I think it'll be a close game. I, I really do think it'll be a good game. It'll be a two-touchdown game. Andrew. Kentucky will be in it. I'll, Kentucky will keep it close, but they're not going to take over. Andrew, who would be your SEC East championship preview as of right so, now? And now I contradict myself because my SEC championship preview is what Nathaniel just said. It's Kentucky-Auburn. Come on! I don't think Georgia's that good. I think Georgia is... They're really going to be bad this year. I could see them having a four or five loss year. I think Kirby Smart's a bad coach. I don't think he has a talent. Four or five losses? They're not that good. Come I, on. I don't think um, Florida's that good. Trask, he had a decent year. But I, there was nothing that I that I saw that was like, wow, this guy is the best quarterback in the SEC. He's not. He's he's decent. So I, this, I think this is Kentucky's year where they're going to get over the hump and actually go to – Atlanta, I don't think they're going to win by any means, obviously. Again, they're in the SEC East. But I think they're the best team in the SEC East. And I think Auburn, they're going to win the Iron Bowl on the road at Alabama. They're going to be an undefeated team going into it. Undefeated? Come on, Andrew. Andrew. Undefeated or one loss? Undefeated or one loss? No way. I don't know who you think is going to beat them. Cal, who do you have going to the SEC championship? The best team in the state of Alabama. Being Alabama, they're going to the SEC championship. They're not. They're not. And then Florida out of the SEC, out of the SEC East. I don't know why we're all in on Kentucky all of a sudden. Just because Nathaniel loves Kentucky, I'm, I'm, this is Nathaniel's a big Missouri fan. We talked about Missouri going to the SEC championship. Uh, Kentucky's got a good team this year. Yeah, they've got an okay team. They don't have Josh Allen coming off the edge this year. But their defense, their defense. Yo, I want to throw this out there. Do you know who Kentucky was tied with for the least amount of passing touchdowns last year in college football? Ohio State. Ohio State and Kentucky gave up nine gave up nine passing touchdowns last year. Nine. They were first in the country and giving and giving up uh and not giving up passing touchdowns. Their defense is returning. With Lynn Bowden at quarterback. And they have 10 of 11 defensive returners. They have a good quarterback, a good dual threat quarterback. They have a good, a good, good quarterback. Not a great quarterback. It's a weak. And they have A.J. Rose returning in the backfield and Rodriguez. So, I mean. You don't have, you don't have, you don't have Benny Snell, though. I mean, you could say. Yes, Cal. Keep bringing up all the people we don't have anymore. It's making me upset. We don't have Josh Allen, who is a top 10 draft pick. We don't have Benny Snell, who's the se- the second string running back. Cal, you're making me upset. I get it. We don't have them anymore. SEC East is weak. Kentucky is stronger than they've ever been. I see this as Kentucky's year. I think Kentucky's a four-loss team. I mean, I think Kentucky's a four-loss team. And I think Georgia's a five-loss team. I think that's ridiculous. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm going to go with Alabama-Georgia. 
I think this. You here's what I was thinking. Honestly, I don't even think they're favorites. I think this year could be so open that it's going to end up being the two favorites in the end. I think that's just how it's going to be. I think it's going to be close on who ends up getting there. It's going to be Georgia. It's going to come down to Georgia, Kentucky, playing in Lexington, and the at the end of November. What? They will. Side of the bubble of perennial favorites. Why would I do that? The question is, who's going to the SEC championship? I think I think I think the SEC East will come down to Thanksgiving weekend, or the weekend before Thanksgiving. Excuse me, when Georgia plays Kentucky in Lexington, I think the SEC East title will be on the line. I think Georgia will win. The SEC West comes down to the Iron Bowl. I agree. I, think, I, I said it before. I think Alabama is the best team in the state of Auburn. In the state of Auburn, Cal. In the state of Auburn. Wow. Okay, whatever. Wow. Thanks for getting us our own state. I think Louisville is the best team in the state of Kentucky. That's not even close. Not even close. I mean, I think Cunningham. This the same coach. The same coach that literally went through an AC. This is the same guy. Hold on. This is the same coach that went to ACC Media Day two years ago and said, "I don't have anyone good," and then had to coach that entire team. Louisville. Yes. But now they found their quarterback who put up these numbers in the ACC. Yes. Which you, call, which you call the worst conference in college football. I mean, I, I'm just saying, I think Louisville's the best team in the state. I disagree. And beat Louisville last year? Oh, smoked him in the rain at Kroger. And they've just gotten better this year. Yep. They lost him. One guy. Lynn Bowden ran all over Louisville for like 200-some-odd yards. And Terry Wilson can run just as well as Lynn Bowden can. Yep, and he could throw the ball. No, he cannot. No, he cannot. All right, Lynn Bowden may be one of the fastest individuals I've ever seen, though. I'm not going to lie. No, yeah, but Terry Wilson's still a very good running He is. He's very good. He's as good as Lynn Bowden, but he can throw. So even if he's a worse runner, he can still run, and he can throw. Lynn Bowden said he was just as good as a runner, and I'm saying he is. I think he is. I think you're different. Different style, but I think they're both very effective runners. But that's all the time we got for this week. Make sure to hit hit up our website before the next episode. Get all the new articles from Cal, Andrew, and I, and all the other writers at College Kids Talking College Sports. It's collegetalking.com. And hit up our Instagram, uh, college underscore talking, for all the polls we're going to put out after this episode. We'll see you guys next week.